Paul, why is it so important that people know who they are and what makes them tick? Because if you don't really have that deep understanding of, um, you know, your innate gifts, what drives you, what your underlying motivations, what your intentions are, your passions lie. Um, if you don't really have a sense for that, how do you know which direction to head? Welcome to Through the Tunnel, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I discuss the importance of diving inward to start discovering what you value in life, what you want to do, who you want to do it with, and how you can give back to this great world of ours. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. There's a story of a, of a female soccer player from Brazil. Her name's Marta. Marta is yes. often known as the queen of soccer. I, I love the story because when we talk about who you are, she grew up in Brazil, which is the sort of the center of soccer in the world. The English might not agree, but the Brazilians <laughs> will tell you that it's the center, right? Are the and, Croatians? Well, the Croatians. <laughs> We like to think we are, but I think we even know that you got to pick. It's either Brazil or England. So anyways, Marta grows up in Brazil and it's the, it's the, it's the pinnacle of soccer, but for boys. So she has to play on all boys teams and doing that at that time wasn't easy because people discouraged girls from playing. She took a lot of abuse for it but she was born to be a soccer player. It's what made her tick, it's what she loved, it's what she couldn't stop doing, and she was really good at it. She was better than the boys. And so these people would give her a hard time, and the irony of it is now she's one of, a hero, right? She's the queen of soccer, but it wasn't always that way for her, but she always knew who she was. I'm just curious for you, you are a former NFL quarterback, former USC All-American quarterback, and did you always know you wanted to be a quarterback when you were a kid? Is it kind of the same Marta-like thing where you just knew this is what I want to do in life? Absolutely, because I watched football. My dad loved football, so I watched football on TV. Back then, you had like one game going on. Right, <laughs> so, so it was a big game. For college, ABC game of the week kind right, of thing. Right. Um, and then the NFL, you might have, might have had one or two games on. So there wasn't a lot of TV on it, but I just loved it. I mean, I thought that was the coolest thing. Because I like to play, I was pretty athletic, right. and let's face it, as kids, you know, play. Right. What could be better than play, right? right? Recess, right. recreation after you know after school's over, that sort of thing. So that's as a kid, and when I say kid, maybe elementary school or even middle school. But then you get up into high school, and did you start kind of figuring out even more? Wow, I really want to do this. I want to be a quarterback. I started to get pretty good. And I think, you know, probably, you know, with Marta, you would say the same thing. She was starting to have some success. Right. The boys were getting jealous of her because she was beating them and she was 100%. so good and all that. Yeah. So same sort of thing. You, you know, that's why, you know, once you find you have that deeper underlying mission um, that moves you, because you're not going to win every game. You're not going to, but, but if you just love it, if you love what you're doing, right. it's massively important. Uh, and that's what keeps you going. And then you get the recognition and you start to have some success. And then one yeah. thing leads to the next. And all of a sudden, hey, I'm pretty good at this thing. And yeah. I can do this. Let's, let's take, I never really jumped fast forwarded to, you know, I'm going to be in the NFL. I just fast forwarded to the next step. 
God, it'd be great to play at a great high school. It'd be great to play at a great college. It'd be, and then once I was in college, it'd be great to play in the NFL. I didn't, I didn't really take myself to that place until I was a senior at USC, God. after we won a national Got title. It. But it was kind of a progression. Progression. Right. Now, you know, you, know, you and I have talked about this a lot. You're, you and Marta are rare human beings in the sense that 15, 16, 17, 18, and even older year olds, they don't really have any idea what they want to do in life. What about people who don't have it figured out? What do they do? Like, cause it's, it's when you're a young person, it's not like you're gonna know with absolute certainty that I'm gonna be an architect or whatever. You know what happens, they get caught up in inertia, what's happening around them. Right. With what their parents were doing, what uh, their friends are doing, what their teachers suggest they do, and they start listening to other people. Right. And you just get going and moving in a direction, right? right. Happens so often. Um, what they should do, what people should do, what, what I did, um, is to take the time to really dive inward and take the time to know, you know, what do I really want out of life and who am I really, you know? But you, you, you're mentioning that you dove inward, but that happened later in your life because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you got out of football, you didn't know what you wanted to do next. You just had a family that you needed to take care of and uh, feed. And so what was that like when you transitioned from football into the rest of your life? A huge challenge to transition from, and if you talk to any former athlete, I'm sure they would say the same thing. That was your identity. So super attached to that identity, and all of a sudden, it's gone. It's gone. How could that be? You know, what do I do? You have this thing where you like to say, people wear masks, and your mask was football player. Um, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by people wear masks? There's several interpretations of wearing a mask. I think the biggest one is pretending, you know, and not being a kind of protection, protective right. shield, and, right. and not being um, transparent with other people, right. which means you're being vulnerable with other people. Right. And people don't want to kind of go there because for fear. Well, what right. would the other person think right. if they knew that this happened to me in my life or whatever right. issue I had or... Um, and that's, that's one version yeah. of a mask and a mask could be an identity. Right. Yeah. This is my, I've got it here. I am. I'm a business executive. I got it all buttoned up. I got it all figured out. I put my suit on every day. This I'm is what a, it looks yeah. like. I, I'm, I got I'm a kick ass business executive smart. I, I never make a, a poor decision. I, you know, all this right. stuff, right. whatever that looks like right. in their mind instead of, you know, being a human being. Right. And that's what I mean by the mask. And so take the mask off. It's okay, you know, we make mistakes, we, make, we fail, and we have successes, and it's okay. And we, it's all part of the process of growing. Right. So when you finished football, you went into the corporate world, the business world, and you did well. You were successful, but you weren't happy. And so when you came to that realization, first of all, what was it, what did you figure out about being a salesperson in the business world that you didn't like? I was focused on the wrong things. Um, you know, our society places so much value on the uh, numbers, right? And the monetary end of, end of story. Right. Uh, how, how, how much money did you make? Uh, how much is in your bank account? How, ma how much sales did you? What's the company doing? What's the revenue for the company? All those things. And that's, that's how we're measured in business. But, and I didn't really dig that. What did you do? What did you, you did you quit your job? 
Like, how did you how did you respond to kind of not liking what you were doing for a living? Uh, I went to uh, Indian Wells right. uh, about a decade ago, eleven years ago, uh, to because I had reached a point in my career in the real estate industry where I um, again wasn't happy, and so that was manifesting itself in negative ways. Uh, it was all part of the culture, you know. You go out and you entertain and so forth and so on. Uh, too much drinking, too much late night, too many late nights, uh, not getting enough rest, uh, just not what I should be doing, not who I was, right? right. So I knew that intuitively deep down. And so I decided I was going to take a personal retreat and get out of town by myself. <laughs> it was a funny conversation I had with my wife, Allison. It's like, like uh, what? You going on? A, it sounds like a vacation to me. You want a vacation without me and without the family? I go, uh, yes. And it's not really a vacation. I'm going to work and work on myself. Right. Work on myself, understanding who right. I am, and and all of those important questions that we all need to ask ourselves, like you know, who do I want to become, and why am I here, and what's really important to me. Um, so that was the trip I took, right. and out of that trip, I really discovered what was important to me. And it wasn't numbers. Um, it wasn't being the top sales guy, which you know would allow me to be you know, make money. It was about people, right. and my uh, desire to help others right. and to be there for them and to get to know them and um, bond with them, connect with them. That was it. And so I shifted my perspective and how I did my job. I didn't have to change jobs to do something completely differently. I just shifted what I was focusing on and what the underlying motivation was for why I got up in the morning and went to work and did what I did. Right. So you went from, okay, this is a job that's only about the numbers to a job that's about the relationships. Yes, correct. And um, yeah, and I know that about you. You, when you, I've been to meetings with you and oftentimes the subject at hand almost doesn't even get discussed you know, why you had the meeting, because it always becomes about that personal relationship. I've seen you do it also help people in other parts of their life that have nothing to do with your business. And so that's kind of how you discovered your joy in going to work, I would imagine, yeah? That's, that's right. That's how I, I, I shifted my perspective and that changed everything. Right. Um, because there was a much deeper meaning right. to why I was doing my job. I learned that from Stephanie, my daughter, because she was completely focused on others. Right. It was all about relationship with her. She was the, you know, the outlier in our family because we had all these uh, boys. We had three boys and me and then Allison's super competitive, right? Uh, and so there's all this competition going on and Stephanie wanted nothing to do with that. Uh, and so in, in hindsight, reviewing everything, it, it really was I learned from her about relationships and well, what's really important in life and building relationships. She played some sports, but it was just merely for the social right. friendship aspect. Just to be friends yeah. with the other kids on the team. Um, when we talk about these things, oftentimes it always get pegged back to a career. You know, and I think that's one of the, that's a very American thing. The first thing you ask somebody is, you know, what do you do for a living when you meet them, right? But uh, this goes way beyond that. And I think part of the challenge, I'll be curious your thoughts on it, is as you're kind of figuring out who you are, I think a, a challenge a lot of people have is they start comparing themselves to other people. 
Uh, I'm in a really good high school and all the kids in my high school are striving to become Ivy League, you know, uh, get accepted to an Ivy League. Or if I'm in business, you know, that guy over there has the latest BMW or Mercedes or whatever the car of the week is, you know? And so there's this keeping up with the Joneses thing. And we, 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 we see our career and what we do and maybe in school, our academics as a way of manifesting this trophy that we're gonna win that's gonna make us feel better. And when you win that trophy, oftentimes people go, man, I'm less happy than I've ever been and I got the thing that I thought I wanted. So as people are really diving inward, what are they really needing to figure out other than, you know, we talk about this is what you should do, you have your unique set of talents and things like that, but what are some of the other things we should be looking at as we're trying to figure out what we want from life? Yeah, I mean, unique talents are certainly important. You're st what are you really good at? What are you naturally gifted at? What are your strengths lie? Focus on those things. That's a very tangible thing you can do. Uh, it's, it, it goes back to a deeper <laughs> level of understanding of who you, who you are at a, at a much, um, more personal level and where you want to spend your time and what you want to do with life and what do you want to get out of life and what you want to give to life is really the biggest question. Right. What do you want to give to life? That's great. It's a great way of putting uh, it. Yeah. It's, is, those are the questions, you know, like, why am I here? I mean, that's a very deep question. Why am I here? Well, how's that? Going back to your previous question, you know, of how does somebody, when they're 12 years old, 16 year old, you know, a challenging subject to wrap your head around, uh, but not too early to start thinking about it, you know, and maybe you're not, you're not going to have the answer right then and there, but maybe a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, whenever, right. it'll become very clear to you. Uh, but if you don't think about it, if you don't spend the time, and the way to think about it is to be quiet, right, right and to listen to what your inner self is really saying to you. And that gets very spiritual and heady, but it's real. Uh, if you just wanna look at it as uh, speaking from the heart, that's something that somebody can relate to more easily. And that's what people should do. Listen to their heart. And what is their heart telling them? And for guys, it's very difficult. Very, guys shut it down. Right. Oh no, you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to express yourself emotionally. You're supposed to be think from the neck up, be resolute logical, all that sort of thing, and women more from the heart, right? And we put them over there. Everybody needs to do this, yeah. especially guys. Yeah, yeah. And when they do, they're gonna discover more about themselves than they really may have ever known. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's, the, that's, that's huge, is really going inward and figuring what you want from life and who you wanna do it with and how you wanna do it, and not so much worry about what the guy next door is doing because he has a completely different life for the lady on the other side That's of right. you. You know, and then they have their own way of, of approaching and life. They're all great. And they're all great. They're right. all great. That's right. There's nothing, there's no judgment. No it's judgment like, at all yeah. on anybody. And everyone's on their own path, Jack. Everyone is on their own path. You got 8 billion people on the planet. Everyone is on their own path. So allow them to be on their path because you can't change it anyway. They're gonna to have to do it themselves. You might throw something out there to make a suggestion, but they've gotta do the heavy lifting, if you will, uh, the inner work, more importantly, to really get there and understand what that path is. Yep. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, 
Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.